This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. I pop off. The Clover's there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss. The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the post-opening day edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fan podcast. As always, coming to you from the Patio Studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Uh, be excited about being down there with my good friend and uh, long-lost friend is what I guess I should call him, Steve Flowers, who's with us today. We'll be uh, opening day. We'll be getting after it, right? Yeah, I'm out of hibernation, brother. It's yeah. good to be back. You know, um, it's funny. I, it, it is amazing to me how um, I happen to have the opening day tickets in my possession and you happen to show up. It's amazing. I, I don't know how that works. It's funny. I, I'm anxious to get uh, I'm anxious to get the thoughts from our own uh, Benji Molina on the m4byhotty.com hotline uh, to see if he thinks there's something at play here as to why you're here today and opening days next week. So let's just bring him in right now. What's going on, BMO? What's going on, guys? Ready to go for for the show? Ready to go for the season to start, man? And uh, we got our first game. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm happy for Steve. I'm happy we have Steve back. I know he's looking up for some seat stakes and some tickets. So, but at least we have him back that way. I love it. Uh, it's amazing how you know. It's like uh, it's like a kid. You got to entice him with something to get him in here. And it's like in the winter, he knows we're not going anywhere. You know, he showed up around winter warm up time, right? Because he knew we were going to go Adam Smokehouse and we were going to go do our big show at the winter warm up. He'd come around a little bit, and then we don't see him. You know, he's on a milk carton. People are like, "Where's Steve-O? And bam, opening day. He's around the corner. We got the Adam Smokehouse. You're going to be back in town, and then he shows back up. But you know what? To your point. Whatever it takes to get him back involved, I guess, is a good thing. We love him, man. We love him back. Welcome back, Debo. Well, it's good to be back, and uh, the studio's changed around a little bit. We got a lot, of, a lot of construction here at Lineup Media. I'm to get in here and see it. I mean, obviously, we're in a crude uh, makeshift setup right now, but how about the studios themselves? And Isn't it amazing? All soundproof now, multiple studios, a soundstage, everything. This is amazing. It's, Lineup. LineupMedia.fm is where it's at, brother. I haven't even gotten the full tour. Yeah, I amazing. just stopped at the bar that they built yeah. out up front. What do you see the entertainment area, BMO, when you get here? This is the, the we got it going on. How do we get? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, we'll have to have Adams cater in. Oh yeah, we've already here. talked about it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, we've that's already a talked done about deal. It. Yeah, we're gonna do something with them, and 
do like a contest for listeners when Benji's here and we're going to do something that's what that we've talked about that being the next thing, like a meet and greet and do some fun stuff and have listeners come. It's, it's going to be a fun thing because we got the place to entertain now. So we're good. But, um, well, why don't you guys catch me up on speed on what's happened the last four months since I've been out of the booth? Well, let's see. Since you've been out of the booth, Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. I do need to talk about Randy, though. I did see him the other day. He's going to opening day with us for sure, um, trying to uh, make sure we got him covered. Um, either way, I'm going to take care of him, but I'm trying to finagle stuff. We have our winner of our contest, Mojo Kiss, won the uh, won the two tickets. We're uh, you know, Benji is excited about meeting them earlier in the day and, you know, taking a picture with those guys, giving them their tickets and, and, and letting them, you know, if he, they want them to sign some stuff or do whatever. But we're excited about that, of course. Uh, like I said, Randy Green, InnovativeCompanies.com will be joining us. Uh, you know, guys, it's the name you know and trust when it comes to construction, heating and cooling and electric. And it doesn't matter if it's residential, commercial, industrial. Randy Green is your man. Uh, the other day when I went and told him, you know, Hey, I, I got a ticket for you for sure. One, I mean, I obviously he wants to take his family, but we're working on that, but he's going with us for sure. And, uh, I went by to see him and sure enough, he's on the job site. And the whole time I'm talking to him about how oh, we're going to do it. He's just working. And I'm telling you, the guy's a worker. He's an honest guy. And I'm telling you the thing about him is when he looks you in the eye and tells you he's going to do something, he does it. So he's been with us now. This will be his second year. Um, he's told us as long as things are going well, he wants to stay with us. And he did. And we want to thank him uh, for another season of his appreciation. So, guys, it means a lot to us and the show. If you enjoy the show, that if you do need, do have some work that needs done, especially on a large scale, residential, commercial, industrial, doesn't matter. Randy Green's a name you know and trust. So, excited about that. I know he's, hey, this guy has become friends behind the scenes with Benji and his family, and we don't even know it. Oh, for sure. He just sure. stops by mom's house in Puerto Rico. He just stops by <laughs> Benji's house uh, out in Arizona. You know, it, it, you see how this goes, right? People just, they climb right over you and I and get to the real talent of the show. That, that's how it goes, right, BMO? <laughs> that was awesome to see Randy over there by my mom. This kid was having the tournament in Puerto Rico, and they were actually, also, Randy was helping out poor kids. They, yeah. They, they, they took a bunch of equipment down to Puerto Rico to give it away to the kids. I think Carlos Correa stopped by and say hi to them or something, and uh, I mean, it was awesome. It was great to see Randy going out there out of his way to, to help out my island, man. Anybody that does that, or, or, or not only my island, anything, right? I mean, anybody anybody that steps out and, and try to help somebody like that, I mean, deserve a lot of respect, man. And I do I do have a lot of respect for Randy. Yeah, he, that's the kind of guy he is, um, you know. And, and, and that's why we are proud to be a part of what he's doing. And we're asking any of our listeners out there when you do need somebody and, and we understand that for his services, it's not something you need every day, but when you do need it, at least give them an opportunity for your business. That's innovativecompanies.com. His wonderful daughter, who's tremendous and tries to do so much in the community as well. Stephanie is waiting for your call. Um, well, let's talk about yesterday because Randy, you know, if I was sitting down uh, having a nice uh, Philly cheesesteak or a cocktail with Randy, we probably would have watched yesterday's game and rolled that roller coaster like the rest of you guys. Um, interesting game. I think, uh, you know, I was listening. I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Wheeler. I like Kevin a lot. I think he always has a an honest, very realistic view and perspective on things. And I thought the way he approached game one yesterday was pretty, re- pretty realistic. The top of the order did not come through yesterday, but... But at the end of the season, when you look at it, the top five guys in your lineup, if you were to put them in a bunch and say, 
At the end of the year, these five guys combined are going to do this, 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 and this. It's going to be really close because probably two or three of those guys are going to exceed expectations a little bit. Two or three of them might fall a little bit short, but in the end, it's going to even itself out. That's why those guys bat in the top of the lineup. The positive yesterday is, and I mentioned this on the show with, with bow ties the other day with the fellas, you know, you, you can't say you know for sure what you're going to get out of the bottom of the lineup. So getting the production out of the bottom of the lineup yesterday was really nice. I think at the end of the day, you just write off yesterday to Miles Michaelis didn't have t- a typical Miles Michaelis outing. And I'm not quite sure what else you can do. Bullpen gave us some scoreless innings, right? Uh, Jose Martinez almost provided some real flair off the bench. I think you just, you know, I, I, Twitter was okay yesterday. Yeah. I mean, Twitter burnt up a little bit yesterday over some decisions, but for the most part, it's one game. I mean, we really got to go folks. I mean, Let's at least get a month into this thing before we start analyzing things. Bemo, am I crazy? No, no, no. You're not crazy. I think um, <laughs> you can you cannot go by one game and start going crazy about one game. Um, the only thing I really uh, I love that uh, production from the bottom of the order because we knew Wong was going to be there, and we knew we didn't know for sure that Beto was going to be there, but they did. They knew that he was going to be there. And to see him product the, the produce the same the, the way that they did, I mean, it was awesome to see. Uh, obviously, um, the top five that wasn't expected at all. That uh, wasn't expected. Um, I thought they were gonna start really cool, hot, you know, right off the bat and, and do something cool. But um, I, I, if you ask me, guys, Steve-O and Jimbo, I, I didn't like the lineup. I tell you the truth. I mean, this is my feeling, right? I mean, I'm, I have nothing to do with making the lineup. I respect Mike Chiefs, but um, I didn't like the lineup, man, one bit. I don't think Goldsmith's a second batter. I think he's a third batter. I don't like the young being third. He's, he's he haven't done he haven't done much for me to be a third batter of a Cardinals of St. Louis Cardinals, a third batter. Okay, think about this for a minute. Third batter of a lineup of the St. Louis Cardinals where Pujols used to hit, where guys like, I don't know, Larry Walker maybe, where guys like Big Guns used to hit, I don't think DeYoung is a third batter. That's where Goldsmith should be. DeYoung should be like a six, like a seven guy down there. Leave him alone. He's going to produce. He's going to be great. Um, I didn't like that part. And then Fowler, of course, you know, he it's one game, but I mean, he struggled the whole spring too. So I don't know, man. I, I just didn't like the whole lineup thing at all. I, I wasn't I wasn't in tune with the lineup. So that was my only. And the bullpen did great. I love it. They're they're gonna have to keep us in games like this. Um, and if if the lineup, if the top five would have had just a normal day at the office, we we would have probably won that game easy. Steve-O, you want to address yeah, I, your I, thoughts on the lineup? And and I do want to say, I, we're just we're just throwing out ideas here, right? Like, I mean, we'll see. My assumption is Mike Schilt will adjust and, and, and see how things go. I wonder, and, and BMO, before Steve-O gives his thoughts, let me follow up to your thoughts and ask you this question. Um, you know, Paul Schmidt's a professional hitter. I mean, I, he's a he's a really good hitter. I, but, but, I mean, he's probably hit third his whole life, hasn't he? I mean, am I crazy? He didn't hit second in Arizona at all. Third. I mean... He's a three hitter. Yeah, I, you know, I, do you think, and again, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't like, he's an awful good hitter, an awful good veteran to, to 
bat in second be really much different for him? I know what you're saying about the lineup, but do you think that would bother him at all? No, 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 no. It doesn't bother him. This is not individually. Individually, you can put a guy in the leadoff spot. We've seen it with Carpenter. You put him in the third spot, he doesn't hit. I'm talking talking about in, in in a group lineup, right? That's what the lineup is called, lineup. That's why all of them, all eight are very important. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about him being second and he's in his head. I don't think so. He's a professional hitter, like you said. He's going to go out there the same way if he was hitting six. He's still going to be out there hitting bombs and, and doing great. You know what I mean? So it's not about an individual that we're, I'm trying to say this. I'm trying to talk about a lineup, the whole makeup of a lineup, the whole thing going going together. And obviously one game, I don't worry about that. But but I'm saying that I, I just didn't like the way that Seals came out and and did the lineup the first day. I, I just – he didn't – and it's not criticizing anybody. It's just that it didn't add up to my thinking. It didn't add up to, to what I was thinking they were going to do with the lineup, not not as individual, okay? So I'm not talking about individuals. It's just the whole lineup didn't, didn't match up to me, you know? Right, and I, and Bimo, I I, I kind of look at you like a traditionalist, like I am, and, and that's where you look at Goldschmidt hitting in that three spot. But that lineup with Goldschmidt hitting two, that has overtones of what Larusa used to do. If everybody remembers, he was a big guy that liked the number two hitter to be, you know, an RBI machine as well. But if you look at our overall lineup, outside of, you know, six, seven, and eight, it's a little goofy. I mean, we don't have a traditional leadoff hitter, and then you're putting your number three guy up in the number two hole. You got your number, you know, guy that probably might be better at five or six up hitting three. Um, you know, overall, I, I agree with you, Bimo. It's it's a little non-traditional, um, but at the end of the day, only the season will tell whether or not it's going to be a successful lineup. Well, and I think yeah, Shield exactly. will make those adjustments. Yes, and I hope they do. I hope that Paul DeYoung has a great year hitting third, if that's good where he's going to be, right? I love Paul DeYoung. I'm not saying, right? I'm not saying that I hate him or I don't like him. It's just that I don't see him as a third batter. I don't see Paul DeYoung as a third batter. I see him more like a come down, uh, come down six, seven guy. That's what I see him. I think. I think Paul Goldsmith is more like a third batter. And I'm with you. I mean, if, if it's going to produce and, it, and the season will tell and in the season Paul Goldsmith hit second the whole year and hit 40 bombs, that's great. That's awesome. I'm just saying for myself, the way I see these kids, um, I, I, don't, I don't see this lineup working out pretty good. I, and I bet you anything, I'll find out more when I get over there and talk to the kids. But I, I, don't, I don't think Paul DeYoung should be third. Uh, Again, I don't have anything against him. Uh, I love him. I, I love Paul DeYoung. I hope he has a great year. I, I think he, he can help us out a little bit lower on the lineup. Uh, I think Goldsmith needs to be in the third. Ozuna will be behind him. I think Martinez needs to be in second in the second batter. Uh, that, but that's just me, though, right? I mean, that's just my opinion, guys. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying what they should do or nothing. It's just my opinion. That's simply my opinion. Right. I think they should go with that, you know? And that's a philosophy thing, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, if if Colton Wong keeps hitting like he's going to hit after game one, 
I mean, that, that's a guy that, you know, you look at and you go, hey, do you move him up? Do you, you know, out of the seven spot? Do you, or, do you, well, or do you keep him I've, there because he's having so much success? That's the hard part of it is you just really never know. And, Jim, I know you deal with this all the time with, uh, with, the, with the Blues podcast and, and talking about lineups and, and who gels with who. And I think we just got to remember that it's, it's something that probably will always change. And, and there's physical traits that go into it. But the, there's – my opinion, there's a well, lot of mental traits, and and Shasin made some good pitches to Goldschmidt yesterday. The yeah. way the way the way they moved those last two, and the way they started the season, guys, I would not move him at all. Like if Wong is hitting after ten days, he's hitting four fifty, and, and, and I, oh, okay, he he might be our second batter, he might be our third batter. Hell no, let's leave him alone. Let's leave him. Those two guys, if you're gonna use him a lot. Just leave him right there. Let them get used to each other, hitting behind each other. And then you worry about the other part of the lineup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, for me, with Colton Wong, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I've, I've always been intrigued by his skill set, quote-unquote skill set, right? What he brings, what he does. We had Coach Funkhauser on the show. I think it was it was at least a couple years ago. Remember that, Steve-O? We talked about different players and their makeup and how it relates to a lineup in baseball. And he pointed out at the time, from a coach, just a pure coaching perspective, because the truth of the matter is he, you know, he looks at it as a fan as well, right? Like he had said, like, I love Colt Wong's skill set, right? But from a coaching perspective, as you look at how you like your lineup to play out, he takes, a, he takes way too many bad at-bats. And it's like, but the problem is when you see a guy with a skill set take some good at-bats like he did yesterday, you start trying to fit that square peg into a round hole. Now, players mature over time and they get better. It, for the St. Louis Cardinals' sake, if Colton Wong can like, like if it, and for him, I would say the word that you hear used around a lot in baseball, and BMO can touch on this word if he wants, and that's approach. So if it's an approach situation for Colton Wong and he has, quote, unquote, turned that corner, well, hell yeah, Colton Wong's a great typical prototypical number two type hitter, right? The question is, has he done that? Time will tell. And my point on all of this is whether Paul Goldschmidt should bat second or third from the St. Louis Cardinals, whether Dexter Fowler should play or not play, whether uh, Paul DeYoung should bat third or sixth, whether Matt, you know, we can go on and on and on, right? Whether any of this stuff should go down, we'll have a better idea in 30 to 45 days. But I can promise you, we can't sit here and freak out over one day. But yeah, but I but I will say going into it, everybody's entitled to an opinion. I I agree with BMO. I I wanted us to have a number three hitter since Albert Pujols left. Now don't get me wrong, Carlos Beltran was a pretty good number three hitter when he when he replaced him. That's great. My point is, you finally got a dude, and you're going to bat him second. And it's like, well, okay. Is that because we don't have a traditional number two hitter? Well, we do have one. He's on the bench, and Jose Martinez. But that, I'm not going to get into that at this moment. BMO, I'm going to switch topics here real quick. In your professional experience, what do you find out more in the early seasons that pitchers or you know get a slower start or who has the advantages or hitters? Because um, yesterday we saw some some good offense. We saw some pitchers in other games get off to to some unbelievable starts. Um, you know, what do you see early on after spring training when these guys break camp that the pitchers have the advantage or the hitters? 
I really believe the pitchers have the advantage over the hitters because the pitchers, they're the one with the ball. They're in control. They're throwing bullpens. They don't care. Uh, for the pitchers, they don't have to get used to – they only have to get used to a mound. And, not, and they're all the mounts in the big leagues are great. They're not one bat, one up there. Uh, and the opposite side of the hitter, you got to get used to the, the – the back, you know, in the background of the uh, behind the pitcher, the the alley, you know, that the green the green wall, uh, they're all different. All stadiums are different. Plus, you're getting your timing down, even though you have spring training to do that. Um, I mean, there, there's different things. I really do believe, Steve, that uh, the uh, the pitcher have the advantage for sure. I really do believe it. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, you know, from that standpoint as well, that, that I, I really figure, you know, that, that pitchers come out of camp just probably a little bit more prepared. And that's why when we look at this, you know, we would have loved to seen Michaelis have um, a little bit better outing, you know, and I get it, you know, maybe maybe four or five strong innings where he didn't give up those couple of home runs. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I look at it from the lineup standpoint, going back to that, is it's one day, and I get all the people on Twitter, you know, are going to be saying, well, oh, my gosh, what if that one game comes down to, you know, at the end of the season that you needed one more win? Um, and, but it's just going to take time for these hitters. And and what is it, about two weeks, three weeks that you can tell? Yeah, it, it takes us um, – I mean, not, not me because I, I, for some reason, was lucky enough to – to start hot, right? I mean, all this time I thought it really hot in my career. I hit really good in April, but but some guys don't, and and it just takes time. Maybe we just don't have the time, people. We do not have the time to uh, to go out there and and, and and afford. Like I always said, it man, we cannot. We don't have the time to afford and lose to the Milwaukee Brewers like we did yesterday when we were up three nothing. You see what I'm saying? We don't. We can't. We can't. I mean, I know it's going to happen. Don't get me wrong. I know it's early in the season. I know that, but we cannot afford to do that. We cannot afford to fall behind these guys. We cannot afford to do that. So that's why it looks a little bit bigger the problem than what it probably really is. Just after one game, it's just that that one freaking game that you want to beat these freaking guys. Uh, you had them. Um, Three nothing, and we couldn't hold on. That's that's all I. That's all of my concern. It's not my concern. Is never been uh, are these guys capable of battling back all year or winning games? And I that doesn't even doesn't even bug me because I know these guys are gonna battle their butts. They're gonna be great. They're gonna be fine. Uh, the top five of the lineup is gonna be awesome hitting. Uh, it's just that that one game. That's what we're talking about. One game, and that one game wasn't good for us. You know, that's it. Uh, Benji, I want to ask you um, a question, you and Steve-O, and get your thoughts on um, starting out your season on the road versus your opinion on starting at home. Does it matter? You know, so think about that a minute while I remind folks where they can find us. Twobirdsonabat.com is our website. Numerous things you can do there. First and foremost, we're going to ask you to, to go to twobirdsonabat.com and subscribe to the show. Uh, that makes sure that you get a notification each time the show's out and then uh, you're, you're ready to listen to it at your leisure. Uh, the other thing you can do there now is we're very proud to be a part, well, to be associated with uh, many fine writers and bloggers now in St. Louis. We have our Two Birds bloggers. You can click on the banner there and read some great uh, 
great material by some really uh, exciting Cardinal fans that, that are very passionate about having a good time with the writing and, and the stuff that goes with it. So we're happy to be associated with all those fine people. Uh, I guess we need to say that I guess our views may not always align up with theirs, but that's okay. I mean, that's the whole deal. I mean, just because we have a podcast doesn't mean that we get to r- rule the roost here and tell you how to think or, or what to think. It's all opinionated. It's all supposed to be for fun. So enjoy it. And, and if, you know, your comments are obviously welcomed and I'm sure they would appreciate your support as well. Check us out on social media. Um, at Birds on a Bat Show is our Twitter handle. If you're a Cardinal fan and you follow us, we're going to follow you back. You can follow us there as we'll announce contests and things that we're going to do throughout the season. Facebook as well, that's always our big push. Simply type in Two Birds on a Bat. Make sure you've liked our page. Uh, then click that little button over to the right that says Invite Your Friends. If you would invite them all or if you would just invite your friends that are Cardinal fans, however you want to handle it, we would greatly appreciate that. When you do see the pinned post, uh, that's about nine times out of ten going to be the show itself. If you would like it, throw a quick comment on it and share it. That helps the post become more relevant in Facebook's eyes, and that's how we reach more people, and, and we do want to thank you for your support on that. Lots of you do it, and we just want to keep it going. Instagram, Two Birds on a Bat Show. Follow us there. And, of course, you heard us mention earlier the new digs here at lineupmedia.fm, home of your radio, the newest streaming platform for your mobile device. Download it for free today. You guys will enjoy it. We're looking forward to having a great season with them. And one last time, thank you to them for the uh, for providing us with the pair of opening day tickets that – we had so, so many people join in our contest. And one last time, congratulations to Jack Russell at Mojo Kiss uh, on Twitter. Uh, we're looking forward to giving them their tickets and providing them with hopefully a great opening day. Our partners, thank you. GatorsBaseballAcademy.com, home of the Four Pillar System, located in Missouri and now Illinois. Um, I've had the opportunity to watch a lot of their instructors work. Very impressed with how they do things. Uh, you know, when, when your son or daughter play a sport and they get heavy into it, you're counting on people to put the right people in front of your children and your young adults. And it makes a difference in who they are and who they become. And I appreciate Gators Baseball Academy. I think they do it. Again, I, I, you know, I hate to put people on a pedestal, but I would say, as Tony LaRusso used to say, they're definitely tied for first. Located in Missouri and Illinois now as well. Uh, Gators Baseball Academy for the prep kids. And, and again, all they're doing over there is trying to build great, great kids turn them into people that can pursue their dreams and then assist them with those dreams. That's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. I know that uh, the conversation when, uh, when, that I had with Benji the other day immediately turned to what day will you be arriving in town and then how soon can we get to Adam's Smokehouse? Uh, it's time for some barbecue. I had it last week with the Blues NHL show that they provided the smorgasbord for, uh, for our winners over there for that contest. Uh, I know as, uh, as soon as Benji's plane lands, hopefully we're going straight to Adam's Smokehouse. It's located on Watson Road. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays open till 7. And, of course, uh, don't forget their catering options. They do deliver to certain area codes or zip codes. And, of course, if you want to order large orders, they can do the box lunch style, whatever you want to do. That's Adam's Smokehouse located on Watson Road. We're excited to go see Mike and get Benji's pin put in that Puerto Rico to show that, uh, th- that he's one of the further islands that somebody's visited from. So... Uh, if you want to join us over there, we'll let you know when we're going to be there. Come join us for lunch in St. Louis. Here's your cue. Um, okay, Steve-O, let's start with you. Do you think – well, no, I'll tell you what. Let's no. get the opinion from the from – No, the, from, let me go first. You want to go first? I want to go first. Do you think it matters starting at home or starting on the road? I would prefer to start on the road. Personally, it gives me – really, it gives me two opening days. And the second one, which is really our most important one for us – It's a national holiday. It's a national holiday. Sure. But I, I think playing in your home crowd, I think you want to 
in front of them on opening day, you want to be trying to hit on all cylinders. Okay. Okay. And so I would rather do what we're doing. I'd rather go on the road first. We get an opening day, a major league baseball opening day out of the way. We're going to play six or seven games, whatever it is, and we're going to come home a week into the the season, and we're going to get a home opener here in St. Louis, hopefully under the sunshine with the Clydesdale going. From a St. Louis standpoint, I would rather have two opening days go on the road first. Okay, so Benji um – Obviously, you've done it both. Um, you've done it both ways, and I'm sure you guys have conversations, and and I'm sure it is different whether we think it's just a baseball game or not. What's your thoughts? I think starting on the road gives a little bit of time to get used to the season. I think it's better. I loved it when I started on the road. Uh, coming out of spring training, you have your family that are moving things around to get to your new apartment or to get to your new home or whatever you're living at. Uh, there's a lot of pressure just to start at home. You have to take care of your family. You have to worry about tickets right away. My family's going to be here. It's going to be great. Uh, things like that. So all the worries about starting at home, I want that off my chest. I want to have not, not so much a week, but in this case, it's going to be a week. Uh, a week on the road It's going to give our, time, our players time to, to uh, think about all the things that they're going through, like, People say like opening days and all that, and by the time we get our opening day, we're gonna have seven games played. So I, uh, every player that you talk to will tell you. I mean, at least most of them will let you know that starting on the road is the best thing. All right, so I'm let me follow this up and tell you this one. As a fan, I like it because for me personally, if any when you can push back opening day ten days or whatever it is. It gives it a chance to be a little warmer, right? We treat it as a holiday. The whole city gets jacked up. It's going to be packed downtown, whether the weather's good or bad. But if the weather's really good, it's going to be like Mardi Gras down there, right? People in shorts. They got cabin fever. This is probably one of the first things they go outside and do for the year after being cooped up all winter, you know, depending on who you are. So you got all that going on, right? And, And I agree with you guys. It's awesome, right? It's awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, what I got to tell you, though, and this drives me nuts as a fan, is when you have opening day on Thursday and then you take off Friday. That is the worst day in the world for me. I mean, let me tell you something. I hate basketball, so March, I hate March. Okay, it's my worst month by far, and I know that's blasphemy to say this time of year, but I got to tell you, a close second is the day after opening day in St. Louis because I get all jacked up. I go over there. I start drinking early. I, I partake. I do whatever. I, and I mean, you know, you say hi to a thousand people you haven't seen in 365 days, thousands of people. And then all of a sudden it's over and you go home and you wake up the next day and there's no game. Oh my God. It drives me crazy. Is that crazy? Am I nuts, Steve? Yeah, you're nuts. All right. All because right. we're over there early. This yeah. is the perfect time. It's a 3:15 game. We, we get there about 9. 9? Yeah. Um you know, I mean it's I think Gus's it's perfect. Pretzels, first stop Gus's Pretzels. For sure. Absolutely. We got two you, tailgates already lined up for yeah, sure. You introduced me to the uh and I got to have I'm like I was telling uh Mr. Cooper, our owner, about it the other day, the brat pretzel. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. I can't wait. I've, I've kind of switched to the hot dog. It's unbelievable. No, I gotta go I, and I'll probably do one of each. Uh, I got to be honest with you. But no, I think it's the a recovery day. 
to me, the hot dog is. Yeah, I think so. And then we have to we have to get them to partner up with us, man. Because we we're gonna be there probably every single freaking homestand, dude. And 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 I'm with I'm with um, Jimbo because I hate that day when you play and then the next day it's Friday and then you have to have it off. As a player, it's not good. As a coach, it's not good. As a fan, we hate it. So I got no idea. Why in the world they couldn't have Thursday off and have three days in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I got no idea, one bit. If somebody's listening and, and they hear us and they hear us saying this, please just help us out with some answers because I got no idea whatsoever why we play Thursday and have a day off on Friday. I'm no opposite idea. of that. I am completely opposite. I want to go out Thursday, and I want to go out like Secretariat, and I want to come around the corner like Big Brown where they're putting me down. I'm going to need a day to recover. I'm going all out. This is one of the greatest things in scheduling history, and it's always like that, and I love it. But because now I don't have to pace myself, BMO. Oh, jeez. But, BMO, you, you have a week to play, right, before you come home. <laughs> And that Thursday could be that day to recover. Well, if 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 you think recovering before is good, I'm a more recover afterwards. Yeah, but he's talking about the players. He's not talking about you and your need. No, I thought we were I mean, talking just, about my need. Just because you're going to have two pretzel dogs and two Philly cheesesteaks and Adam Smokehouse, and they're not talking about you. You're talking about the players. No. But it's no. not recovering before or after because if you, in this case they're recovering after because they already played seven games, so they're recovering from a homestand. They have a day to think about everything that's happening. They have a day to to take their family and say, "Hey, let me help you move in. Let me do this. All these things I have to do, and then let's go at it." When they come back to from from Pittsburgh, they have to be all set up. And then they have to start worrying. That's, that's all I'm saying, you know. Well, I, like I said, I'm just going to go from a selfish standpoint. I'm going hard on Thursday, super hard. It's carrying into the night. Friday, I'm going to wake up. I, I guarantee I'm going over to Adam's Smokehouse on Friday because that's an open day. And then I think I'm gonna, that's what we do. I think then, that's the play. Yeah, and then I'm all no. geeked up for the mystery bobblehead opening day parade car. I'm trying to get my Ozzie Smith bobblehead that day. I got to get back over. I got to get over there Saturday get an Ozzy Smith bobblehead. But but didn't you say it was mystery one? Yeah, that's Saturday. That's that's Saturday. But my somebody, son, I got to have somebody that has a friend that, that you know. Well, I'm I'm there, right? But that's we're the there, you're, right? Yeah, I've got you're going. I got yeah. uh, Bemo last year stuck. Listen, here's the thing. Let's cross our fingers. I know I'm knocking on wood here. So last year, and this is a shout out to our buddy Benji Molina. So my son plays for Edwardsville High School. Last year as a sophomore. He, he practiced varsity. He wasn't ready to play varsity last year, but he was good enough to practice with varsity. And Benji found out. We went over there on a Saturday. Benji was doing the game. It was cold. It was windy. It was awful. And Benji Molina stuck around after the Cardinal game and came down and sat with me and my wife for two and a half hours to watch Logan play one inning. Now, this year... He is currently starting <laughs> and doing well. Let's hope he maintains his starting job for one more week so that when Benji sticks around this year, hopefully, uh, he can watch him play more than one inning. So we will be there for that, and you will have 
So uh, though you'll have multiple people over there, and I I may even have multiple tickets left over here. BMO, I'm to get ha- your bobblehead. Listen, what I'm going to get for BMO here. <coughs> BMO late on Saturday before the Cardinal game is over. I'm going to do you up right, bro. I'm going to go out to the Philly Cheesesteak Hut, and I'm going to get you a cheesesteak and let all those juices soak into that bread for about an hour and a half. Oh, and then you can and have it after the game. then you can have it while you're watching the old Edwardsville Tiger play, right? Yeah, he's going to have to go down in the dugout this year because I think, Tim, they got a good team this year. They got a team that could make a real run, and, you know, everybody knows here it's tough because you got to go up to Chicago and play all those private schools. you got to play basically the Cubs yeah. up there. and. Like when and BMO did it a couple of year a few years ago when they had this type of team and that team went and beat all kinds of teams they weren't supposed to and they wound up losing in the championship game. They've got that kind of team this year, so I have a feeling our buddy Funky would probably love for Benji to stop in the dugout and make sure the boys know, hey, let's not mess around here. Let's do it this year. So he may he may be busy that day, but as soon as he's done doing that, I'm sure he's ready for your cheesesteak. Oh, heck yeah, man. I'm ready for the cheesesteak any day at any time. So don't worry about that. I'll be ready. You've been riding your bike to get ready for all this uh, eating we're going to be doing while you're in town? Oh, no, buddy. No more no more running or nothing for now. I think um, I have I have a bunch of problems with my heart. and uh, They want to see what's going on, so I cannot do anything uh, for a little bit. But then after I get checked again, I, I, I'm going to start doing all that. No worries. I was going to say, you're going to be in town more this year, so you're going to have to start utilizing the uh, the gym at the at the hotel. And, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll get you a bike over here at the studio, and you can take it out around town here. You, is, you know, we live in a good town here. You'll you'll enjoy that. Hey, stationary bike in my room. <laughs> there you go. That should be in your contract with the Cardinals. <laughs> I got to tuck it over, huh? Yep. Hey, I don't want to get anybody excited. Okay. But I just went to the Weather Channel. Yep. And oh, Thursday, yeah. let's Thurs, not. See, Thursday, you just jinxed us. Thursday, April 4th, partly cloudy, which 60 is. 60 something degrees? 69 degrees. Oh, my Lord. And zero chance of shower. Is beautiful, dude. Hey. Hey, you don't get that out in Arizona, BMO. No, we get the 70s, and, uh, and right now we are up in the 80s now. Yeah. We're going to have island weather here. We're going to have some island weather for us, and it's going to be good. It'll be awesome, man. Awesome. I didn't want to see the snow one bit. <laughs> well, we ain't going to have no snow this opening. It may rain because, it, you know, it's usually going to be the opposite of, of the thing there. But uh, when it's that far out, hopefully it isn't. But uh, I don't think we're going to get any snow, so that'll be good. Well, hey, BMO, I'll tell you what, man. Um I know Cardinal fans are excited about you being in town more this year. Um, you're gracious with your time. You do so much when you're here. Uh, you know, you, you'll be able to spend more time with your mom and your brother, and I know how much that means to you. Um, you know, we got some exciting things planned for this season. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know you are as well. Um, for all of our fans out there, we want to tell you how excited we are about another year of Two Birds on a Bat. We got some great things in store for you guys this year. We're working on our apparel. There's going to be an apparel line for two birds on a bat. We got some cool stuff uh, uh, figured out. We need a heck yeah. We need a heck yeah, bro, teacher, man. Yeah, and a let's do this and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're going to have all that kind of stuff. A Steve Flowers, you know, we'll, we'll come up. I don't know. Got to have a milk carton or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe a milk it. carton with Steve on it. Where's Steve? Well, you and Fish. <laughs> we could do one for you and Fish. Um, but that being said, we got a, and you know, we're talking about doing a great contest with Adam Smokehouse here at the studio. Um, you know, we have this beautiful entertainment area with a great 
bar setting with 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 uh, drinks and draft beer and multiple TVs and marble counters and chairs. We could do it up right here. We can invite a bunch of our friends over and do a, just a live show where everybody gets a chance to be on. And uh, we have a sound stage. We'll be able to do some stuff, actual visual stuff this year. So all of our partners will be doing commercials for them with you and and having a good time and make them fun and light. So for all of our listeners out there, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for us, our bloggers. um, We're happy to have them. We're going to invite all of them in for it. Um, They're going to, you know, they've been helping us grow since they've come on board, but a special shout out as always to all you listeners out there. When you share our stuff, when you uh, like our stuff, when you tell people or, or like when you mention us in comments, I heard this, I heard that. It does nothing but help us grow. It's a big part of, of how we've gotten to where we're at, um, you know, and, and there's still room for us to grow. We can't thank all of our listeners enough, and we're looking forward to a great season. Um, I'm not going to – you're not going to get any Debbie Downer stuff here from us for a while. Um, please, you know, this is our team. Whether, you know, I, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I'm not a big fan of a couple of guys on this team, but it doesn't matter. They play for my team. I'm going to support them. And I hope I'm wrong. I always hope I'm wrong when there's something I don't like about it. But at the end of the day, we're all fans. Um, it's like family. It's like your brother. It's like your sister. It's like your mom and dad. Sometimes you guys just don't see eye to eye and you got to figure out a way to get through it. We all will because we just are so fortunate to be a part of one of the best franchises in baseball. So Benji Molina, thanks for joining us today on the M4 by Yachty.com hotline. We're going to get out of here and uh, uh, let the fan, let the fans uh, recover from yesterday. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we come back with a win tonight. So it'll be good stuff, my man. You got it. You got it. And I'm, I'm happy to have Tebo back too. And he's part of our family for sure. So we're going to do a lot of more things. This year, guys, we should go to hospital as two birds on a bat, just saying hi to the kiddos or something like that, or do a show at the at the Bush Stadium from there live. You know, we could, we could do that too. We're working on some things. We're gonna have Mike Shields on our show pretty soon. We're gonna have a few guys when I get over there in our show. So it's gonna be pretty cool, man. We're gonna have a lot of things for our fans. Well, you do a lot for us. You do a lot for the fans. We do appreciate it. For, for all of our partners out there, Nate McHenry, RallyScroll.com, thanks for your continued support, your wonderful website, which we're ha- is so excited to be associated with. We've got things planned. Little, we got some new stuff planned with RallyScroll.com for this year. You can stay tuned for that. Um, very, very excited to, uh, to, to continue our relationship with Chris Lawless and Cardinals 24-7 and Cardinals Nation. Chris is one of the greatest guys, you know, makes it over to our, our events at patios and just, just a great supporter, and he does it out of pure love. And let's face it, he's a Cardinal fan like the rest of us. So get over there and check his stuff out. Ron and Gino and Crad, everybody over at Cardinals on deck. Um, we've got some stuff planned with them this year, uh, a new show that I'm going to be doing on Tuesdays, kind of a spinoff. Uh, like I do bow ties and bullshit with Kyle Reese, Brendan Schaefer, and uh, and uh, Mo's algorithm. We're looking at doing something on Tuesdays dedicated nothing but to fans. So stay tuned for that. That'll be another spinoff. I'm I'm excited about that. Um, to uh, to all the great Facebook groups ran by some great fans out there. Linda and Vicky. I am a Cardinal fan. Yes, I am. Obviously, one of our favorites here. Fans of Yachty or Molina. Those are such great groups. And those ladies again do it with nothing but love. Cardinal Freak, St. Louis Cardinals Crew, St. Louis Cardinals Nation, STL Cardinals, some of the best in the business. Birds on a bat. Uh, love being a part of our of our group as well. Um, to our partners, one more time, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. They're four-pillar system folks. is second to none. Make sure you check them out. 
uh, both in Missouri and Illinois as they expand in Illinois this year. So if you have a young one on the Illinois side of the river and you're looking to be a part of a great program, be on the lookout for the tryouts um, and some of the new training regimen that they're going to have over here. And there'll be more to come on that as well. That's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Uh, Adam Smokehouse, don't worry, you're going to see us soon. Located on Watson Road, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, open till 7. And, of course, uh, available always uh, to certain uh, area or zip codes for delivery, catering, and, of course, box lunches. Folks, it's the best barbecue in St. Louis. St. Louis, here's your cue. To our friend Randy Green, looking forward to hanging out with him on Thursday for opening day. InnovativeCompanies.com, home of the construction team, heating and cooling team, the electric team, taking care of residential, commercial, and industrial for 35 years. Uh, again, just a great human being that deserves an opportunity for your business. InnovativeCompanies.com. Uh, I'll be seeing everybody at Patios on Thursday with me and Steve-O and our winners and all of our friends of Two Birds on a Bat. I leave you. Let's go, Birds. Go, Birds. Go, Birds. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.